I don't know about you, but I like to feel supported. I like to feel like somebody has my back, my six. Uh, so, somebody is there that I can talk to, listen to what I have to say and not judge me. Um, and that's why I love going to BetterHelp.com. That's right. BetterHelp.com has therapists from all around the world that can help you within the next 48 hours. I don't know if you talk to anybody trying to find a therapist, but it takes a while to, to find one nowadays. Every, everybody's getting, that's right, everybody is getting therapy right now. So don't get left out. Go to BetterHelp.com forward slash Leo. Enjoy your 10% off now because we go to the gym to get, you know, work on our bodies. We got to go somewhere to work on our mental health. BetterHelp.com is that place. That's where you find your person to share with, to talk to, to feel supported. BetterHelp.com. That's the way to go. B-E-T-T-E-R, help, A-T-L-P. Boom, done. It's a wrap. Your progress can start today. No need to stay stuck any longer. No need to feel alone or ashamed. You can feel loved and supported. Go to betterhelp.com. Now, mind you, it's not a crisis. It's not a crisis hotline. You call 988 or any of those 1-800-273-TALK or any of those phone numbers for that. But you go to BetterHelp.com where you want to find somebody who can go on a journey with you, who can listen to you and guide you and help you get unstuck and achieve your goals. BetterHelp.com forward slash Leo. Enjoy your 10% off now. Welcome to another episode of Before You Kill Yourself with your host, Leo Flowers. I am Leo Flowers. Uh, Today we're going to talk about brain food. That's right. Food for your brain, and we're going to talk about why that car companies give us three-day cooling-off periods and how that relates to mental health. We're going to talk about forecasting pitfalls versus positives. We're also going to get into appreciating effort over outcome, and we're going to talk about why it's important to swim in our own lane, and lastly, how to sing in the rain. Um, I want to start off with food for your brain. I was at the dentist today. Today is uh, uh, August 11th, and I had to get a, a filling in my teeth. And I asked the dentist, I said, why don't dogs have braces? And he said, well, you know, uh, actually, there is a growing um, field where they're starting to put braces on dogs. And I go, what is happening? And he's like, well, you know, they're eating softer foods. They're more domesticated. So they're getting all these jaw issues. And I said, what is being domesticated, jaw issues? Uh, I mean, people are feeding them. He goes, well, he said agriculture is affecting both impacting both humans and any animals that we are domesticating in that it is. And I've I've done an episode on this with um, where I talked about James Nestor's book um, called Breath. And he was talking about sleep apnea and how to improve your sleep. So go check that out, James Nestor. His book is called Breath. And I did an episode all about that. But he was saying because we're eating softer and softer foods and because the foods we are eating for the most part, you know, I'm talking about primarily in America, and we kind of see a growing trend throughout the world, um, it's having fewer and fewer minerals and vitamins and nutrients in them. So even when we're eating vegetables and and meat and fish, it's not as nutrient dense as what our ancestors ate. You know, my grandmother lived to be 90 
lived to be in her 90s, no hearing aid, no um, eyeglasses, uh, and she died because she was allergic to a shot she received from a doctor. Uh, it was like an antibiotic shot. So I sound a little out of breath. I just got done working out, and I was like, I got to do this podcast <laughs> before <laughs> before uh, the next things I have to do. Um, and so he, he was saying that he now, my dentist, gives his kids liver pills. He gives them pills and capsules. And, and I go, well, hold on. If, if our food is not receiving, you know, not getting the nutrients and minerals and it's not as nutrient dense, then that has to have an effect on brain health. And he was like, yeah, a lot of studies are showing a link to depression, anxiety. He goes, those numbers are going up. Our jaw lines are getting smaller. He goes, our jaw lines are getting so small, in fact, that, um, that kids are now being born without wisdom teeth. So, you know, when I was growing up, your big fear was like, oh, we're going to have to pull those wisdom teeth. And he's saying our jaw lines are getting much more narrow and they're going to have to yank them all. He goes, when they, when they study tribes in parts of Africa, uh, adults have all their wisdom teeth. And there's no issue because their jaw lines are so strong from eating organ meat, uh, liver, pancreas, uh, you know, uh, heart, all, all the different organs. They're eating those. And because that meat is so tough, their, their jaw lines are so strong and their necks are strong. And, and it also, you know, the upside is it leaves no room to overeat because it's such a chore in itself to chew through organ meat and, and different parts of the body that by the time you get done, you're exhausted. Whereas, you know, here we're blending, juicing, grinding, ground, you know, uh, getting ground meat. Everything is so soft, so we can consume it so much faster. And it requires very little chewing on our part. So we can consume more, a lot faster, less chewing, and it's having an immense effect on our brain health for a few reasons. One is, as I mentioned before, the, few, the food that we're eating today overall throughout the world is less nutrient-dense than food of, you know, that our ancestors ate way back in the day. You know, Harriet Tubman lived to be in her 90s. You know, she grew up uh, in slavery. And, you know, Nelson Mandela was in prison for over 27 years, and he lived to be 95. Um, so, the, the, you know, the food that we're eating today is just not as potent and nutrient-dense as what they were eating uh, way back in the day. And it's having a profound effect, like I said, on our mental health because we need those minerals to produce serotonin and dopamine and endorphins and... and um, uh, what's the oxy, you know, oxytocin? I mean, all that is not coming from food, but you know, we get low on one, especially we get low on our serotonin and our, our, uh, uh, you know, uh, dopamine and things like that. Then it, it you start not. It makes you want to withdraw and isolate. You don't feel as good. You feel a bit more lethargic, and you want to isolate and withdraw more. So a lot of mental health issues are really food health issues. Our, our food quality um, is lacking. So we really have to pay attention to that because we know now that they're calling Alzheimer's and dementia 
type 3 diabetes. That's right, type 3 diabetes. So if sugar is, you know, as we know as the precursor to diabetes, is causing Alzheimer's and dementia, which when you look at those symptoms, the lethargy, the, uh, the memory issues, the, the joint pain, it, it's all, a lot of it overlaps with symptoms of depression and anxiety, right? Um, and then also there are some hallucinogenic um, effects that some people have with uh, Alzheimer's and dementia, the mood swings, all those things. So we really, if we're not looking at the food we're putting in our body and the quantity of it and, you know, where it's sourced, where it's come from, and I know for a lot of us, uh, financially, you're in a tough spot. It, you know, depending on where you live in the world, you know, even living here in America, it's like it's hard to access really great nutrient-dense food because even if you think the food is, uh, you know, grass-fed, all that stuff, the soil, the soil is, might not be great. And then because of, you know, pollution, we're talking about the rain, even the rainwater. We know some parts of the world get that acid rain. So I'm saying all this not to, <laughs> not to be like, well, this is depressing. I'm saying all that to say it's not all in your head. It can be on your plate. It's in your stomach. Uh, it's at, at the grocery store. This is a, it's not a you, whatever you're struggling with, it's not a, just a you problem. It's a, it's a systemic issue. It's something that we need to, to zoom out and look at the bigger picture. What, where is the food coming from that we're consuming? And does it really have the nutrients that we believe it does? Um, you know, so much can be cured with the right foods, either with adding foods or taking away certain foods and, and adding plants. You know, I was watching this show called, uh, or show, movie, Prey. It's called Prey. It's a, the prequel to Predator. And, you know, it's, it covers this Native American tribe that's going up against the Predator. And this girl, she's like the medicine woman. And, you know, somebody gets sick or they get cut or they're bleeding. And she, she rounds up some herbs and flowers and grinds it up. And then she rubs it on a wound or makes them drink it. And, and they heal themselves. And, and that's the power of herbs and spices and, 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 and the flowers is that they have these healing properties that a lot of us just really aren't aware of besides what's marketed towards us. So, you know, be, be aware that you're, the food that you're eating is, has both the, the antidote potentially, the potential antidote to what you're experiencing. Because I know for my, especially we're talking about if you eat food uh, close to bedtime, how that can affect your sleep. And if that affects your sleep, it affects your mood the next day and the inflammation. I mean, it becomes a domino effect. But if we've been in it for so long, it's hard for us to even know what peace, serenity, and tranquility feel like because we've been on an a endless binge of consumerism and uh, of, of numbing whatever um, is ailing us. So look at your food. Uh, you know, learn about food, learn about different cultures and how they eat. And, <laughs> you know, 
stu- study the 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 what you know the Neanderthals and the Cro-Magnons and 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 these tribes that are you know been you know blackballed as so uh, barbaric and ancient and uncivilized. I mean they, these <laughs> they're living very healthy lives. You know if they make it past uh, you know uh, uh, infancy or like fifteen or something like that. But but even here in America we have a high uh, infant mortality rate. So. Uh, look at the food that you're eating. The food affects your mood, and and there, it's it's undeniable. Food affects our mood. So so look at your food and 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 start taking notes um, as to how that affects you. Today I also went to go resign the lease on my uh, car. My my lease was up, and I'm sitting in there, you know, waiting to fill out the paperwork. And I look up on the sign, and it says, uh, California has no cooling off period. And I was like, well, what's this thing about a cooling off period? And, and I looked it up, and I learned that in a lot of when you're signing a, a major contract, sometimes there's a, a clause that gives you uh, typically a three to 30-day cooling off period. And I thought this was interesting. And, and I'm tying this into mental health to say, the business people in the government in the world have all recognized that sometimes we make rash decisions. We react. We, uh, we're not really in our right brains when we make uh, some major decisions like buying a house or a car or getting married or, or what have you. And they are allowing except California, uh, for a cooling off period, for a time where you can sit back, reflect, think, maybe talk to some other people about it, and see if three days later or 30 days later, this is something you still uh, buy into and want to be involved with and and maybe a purchase that you want to make. And I bring that up to say that, you know, in those moments where you think about ending your life, Give yourself a three-day cooling off period, you know, uh, going to the beach, putting your feet in cold water, talking to other people. Like, hey, man, I'm thinking about ending my life. What do you think about that? Like, you know, talk, share, exercise, move your body. Like, take some time to cool off, to, you know, journal, uh, read, maybe do a fast. I find that Fasting, you know, 12, especially up to 16 hours, it really gives me clarity on what I want. I, you know, I, there's often times where I've thought about jumping, and I realize that when I think about jumping, I'm not, I don't want to die. I just want to feel what that, that space between the jump and hitting water. What, whatever that space is, that's what I'm really leaping for. That, that feeling of aliveness, the wind on my face, the uh, pupils dilating, the, uh, the, the vascularity, the blood circulating, the, the, the heart, like all the things, that's what I'm leaping for. And so I go, okay, so it's not that I want to end my life, it's that I want to feel alive, I want to feel um, excited or present 
um, you know, whatever that is. So if we can tap into that, you know, for some of us, uh, you know, it might be, uh, I, I don't want to feel the pain anymore. And there's so many ways for us to not feel pain that are healthy. Cryotherapy, um, you know, looking at vistas, going to the beach, acupuncture, getting a massage, uh, connecting with, with new people, laughing, playing with puppies. Like, so it's about if you can tune in to what it is you're hoping that the pain will alleviate, then you can figure out solutions to it. If you feel like a burden, then what you're really saying is whatever is on your plate is too much for you to bear and you need help. You need support. You need backup. You need reinforcements. You need a team, a tribe, a coalition. That means you have to, you have to build an, an a, a, a army or something. You need people who are going to, like that, that last scene in the Avengers that are going to come over the mountains and, and back you up on whatever mission, purpose that you have. You need a therapist, a coach, a friend, a family member. You just need a, uh, even a stranger. You need, um, what do they call it in, in business? Uh, an investor or uh, there are some other words. I, I can't remember, but we all need that. So tune in. Tune in to when you have that thought of, I want to end my life. What is it that you really want to end or what is it that you want to feel, right? Because that will give you an idea of what direction to turn into uh, so that we can, we can move forward together. Uh, the third thing I want to talk about is Michelle and I were in couples therapy uh, this morning and uh, you know, we're going through a, a few transitions. We got a dog, a uh, new house, uh, you know, work, working out. Like, there's a lot happening in the, in the household. And any change is disruptive. It, it feels like a commotion. It feels like chaos. And so, you know, where we've been struggling when you have a bunch of uh, transitions is in connecting, is, is discovering new ways to connect because we have these m- new moving parts the way we connected before, um, has we have to be creative in how we find new ways of connecting. And so one of the things uh, our therapist said to do was appreciate the effort. Appreciate the effort. And it's just so powerful, so valuable, because a lot of times we want the outcome, right? We want guarantees. We want control. We want predictability. Um but we have to recognize that, you know, baseball players, most of them are hitting like uh, 275, maybe uh, 300, right? The attempt, the and not just the attempt in a swing, but like the fact that uh, appreciating they went to practice and that they worked out and they ate right and they studied the game film and, um, you know, they, they show up on time and uh, they, they're always positive and, and supportive, like appreciate your effort. Appreciate the fact that, you know, you've been tuning into this podcast for, we're approaching 400 episodes. You've been, you know, I don't know when you joined in. If you're a new listener, welcome to the podcast. Uh, I welcome you. Thank you for tuning in. Um, And if you're a a listener that's been with us for a long time, 
thank you for the the support and and thank you for the the loyalty and being a part of this this journey with me and and and, and helping support my purpose and mission and um, so that we can all uh, you know feel less alone in this world. So appreciate your effort. If you took a shower this morning, that required effort, and and, and don't say it didn't because we know that we're in a, a deep depression. Getting out of bed is uh, so hard. It's so drudgerous, right? So the fact that you got out of bed and took a shower, well, five stars, five stars. Put that on your fridge and post that on Facebook. Appreciate your effort. If you journaled, if you prayed, if you meditated, if you drank water, did you drink? Oh, damn, you drank water? Hey, high five, high five. You drank water. I'm proud of you. That shows that you care about life, you care about living, you care about love, and you care about yourself and and the world around you. You drink water. Appreciate your effort because you didn't have to do it. You didn't have to get out of bed. You didn't have to shower. And and for some of you who are listening to this in bed, you're you're like, well, Lee, I actually haven't gotten out of bed at all. Uh, (laughs) The fact that that you're still alive and you're awake and you're listening to this tells me that there's hope. There's a, a lady I was listening to on another podcast. Am I going to say the name? Are you kidding me? No, I'm, I'm competitive. Are you kidding? No way. Anyway, I was listening to this. I think her name is Tracy. I forget her name. But she was saying how when we are anxious, it's really a great sign that we have hope. Because when you feel anxious, that means you believe that you could crash and burn or that you could soar to new heights. Because if you didn't have any hope at all, you wouldn't be anxious at all, which is so true. Like if I saw a meteor coming towards Earth, I'm not running. I'm not going nowhere. It's a meteor. Where are you going? Like <laughs> it's a wrap. I'm just going to look at the meteor till like the heat burns my eyes and disintegrates my body. Uh, and then that's it. But when we have hope, when we have when we have this belief that we could actually uh, do better, that things can actually improve, it creates some anxiety, right? Because it's like, oh my God, like this could be the big moment. I either, either you know, I'm gonna, you know, this is all gonna work out, or um, this this will be so disastrous right there, right? And um, and so when we feel that. That's what anxiety is. Anxiety is a sign of hope. So if you have some anxiety, oh, lean into it. Lean into it. That is energy for you to put into effort. Um, swimming in your own lane. I'm in this uh, sugar and carbs group. Uh, as as uh, for my listeners, you guys know that um, I'm addicted to sugar. I'm allergic. Uh, actually, allergic is way more specific than addicted, but I'm going to say both. Uh, to sugar, it really disrupts me, throws me off my game, makes me moody, uh, swell up. It's just not, it throws off my sleep. It's not me and sugar. We just don't get along. Uh, I call it my red dog. And <clears throat> what's cool about the program is everybody has their own food plan. And somebody said today, swim in your own lane. That's right. Swim in your own lane. Don't be comparing what you're doing to everybody else. 
you know, I, I go to the YMCA sometimes. I haven't been in a while. And I had to make that disclaimer because Michelle's right over here listening. Because if I said I just been, she would, she would give me the side eye. I don't need no side eye. We saw what happened with Will Smith when he got side eye. Um, but, and, you know, there are people who clearly have been in triathlons and it, it just awesome shape. And they're just, they're just down back and forth. Like, it, like in the time it takes me to go down and back, they've done it five times. And then what's more disheartening is some of them like twice my age. Like there's just like this 80-year-old woman who is just like, she's like a dolphin going back and forth. Um, and so I have to focus on my breath, focus on my goal of however many laps I was going to swim and, and stay there. As soon as I start trying to swim their race, I'm toast. I'm out of there. It's a wrap. It's over. And it's unrewarding, unsatisfying. There is no, uh, even if I beat them at their own race, I've lost my own personal race. I haven't, I haven't learned anything. It's, uh, it's not uh, as uh, rewarding or, or fulfilling as if I had just stuck to my guns. And, and mind you, if I did start competing with them, how do I know they're not competing with somebody else? So they're not even swimming their own race. So, you know, and I bring this up to say that a lot of times comparing ourselves to other people can lead to despair, despair. And so we have to swim in our own lane, focus on our own effort, focus on the work that we're doing and how we've gotten better, which is hard to do. I'm doing a, a show tonight and the guy who I have uh, going before me, Paul Ogata, Paulo got this guy is a monster. He's a beast. He's so incredibly funny. I would never want to go up after him. But so the challenge, so the challenge for me then is to swim in my own lane and not try to compete and match his energy or his style or feel like I have to be as funny and as animated as he is. Swim in my own lane. There are going to be people there who are going to love Paul. There are people there who love me. And there are going to be people there. There's a, another opener I have, Natasha Collier, who are going to love Natasha. And, and, and that's okay. It, it's, we all, that's, that's the beauty of diversity. There's enough to go around. I could be walking around with this scarcity mindset. But if I swim my own lane, and you swim in your own lane, and we all swim in our own lane, it's beautiful. And then together, we're dope. We're awesome. We're beautiful. And, 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 and last thing I want to say is um, <laughs> somebody <laughs> mentioned how they, when they walk through the grocery store, a friend of mine, she said that she has to sing to herself. Like there's a song called, we're not gonna take it. We're not gonna take it anymore. I forget who sings that song. Um, but she's changed it to, yes, I'm gonna make it. Yes, I'm going to make it after all. Because, uh, you know, she's a foodie. And this is what she sings to herself to prevent herself from buying, you know, all the, all the snack foods that are in there. And people look at her like she's crazy. And some people look at her like she's the coolest lady. But it reminded me of, I think it's Fred Astaire, who had that song, Singing in the Rain, Just Singing in the Rain. 
What a glorious day to be singing in the rain. Oh, I think that's how it went. Um, how's there not a re? Is there a remix of that? I feel like that would be a great, probably some house DJ remix that song. Singing in it, like I don't know. Anyway, um, but throughout history, the generals from Genghis Khan to uh, uh, God, what's his Alexander the Great. Uh, and and all these different leaders, I mean, throughout the world, even present-day leaders in countries, we all sing these anthems to motivate us, to inspire us, to remember, to remind us of our purpose and our mission. And so next time you're struggling with uh, whatever you're struggling with, depression, anxiety, suicidality, write a song, have a little jingle, create your own jingle. And, and if you're like, oh, I'm not creative, collaborate with someone and say, hey, here's what I'm struggling with. And this is something you can do with your therapist. Here's what I'm struggling with. Here are these thoughts. Is there, I want to I write a jingle to get me out of, to help me break that pattern, help me break those ruminations, to help me uh, dissipate those, those thoughts and beliefs that no longer serve me. Create a jingle because when we have a song, a jingle, a little, you know, a little something, a little ringtone, it sticks in our bones. We know that music. Here's the beauty. Here, here's, I love this, how this all wraps back around. I didn't even intend this. At the top of this, we were talking about Alzheimer's and dementia. And we know that people with Alzheimer's and dementia, the one thing that they definitely remember is music. Music. It sticks in our bones, in our tissues, in our muscle memories. It, it, it's, it lodges itself somewhere in our mammalian uh, parts of our brain, in our limbic system. So whatever your struggle with, whatever you're, you want to, you know, don't let Beyonce or Drake or any of these, uh, you know, uh, Tupac, Taylor Swift, don't let them write your anthem. Don't let them write, don't be, oh, this is my song. Write your own. Write your own. Like, I love people, you go in their house, and they have their own paintings on the wall. They have their own artwork up. Like, when, when we were kids, that's what you did. You put your own artwork on the refrigerator. And then we become adults, and all of a sudden, uh, I went to Picasso, uh, uh, I want to um, uh, Van Gogh. It was thirty-five million. My, what's more valuable? What's more valuable than your own work, your own words, your own anthem? And there's and there's nothing grandiose or um, I don't know, uh, narcissistic about that. This is this is for you. This is your thing. This gives you a purpose, a mission. It gives you an opportunity to work with others, to bring them in. And then it motivates others to come up with their own also. Anytime there's a group of people that get together, there's this book called Culture Code, which I recommend everybody. Anytime a group, what do they come up with? They come up with uh, a, a symbol. They come up with signs, a mission statement. They usually have a jingle. They have rituals. Come up with your own. Get your, put your own signs up, your own artwork up. 
Write your own songs. Cook your own food. Grow your own. Like, how much, how much can you do? You're like, we're so capable of so much more. And sometimes we live in a society that uh, suppresses that or stigmatizes some, some things. But you, we're, we're, you, look at your hands. They open. If your hands open and close, your toes open and close, and you can blink and you can communicate and talk. Like there's, even if they can't, even if you, maybe you lost your arms in a, in a war, in a military. Maybe, maybe you have no arms, no legs. Look at the Special Olympics. Like we're capable of so much more. There's so much in your hands. There's so much that is in your control, that's in your power. You don't have to take it. That's the beautiful thing. You don't have to take power. See, taking power, that's force. But what we have to do is recognize the power that we have. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Before You Kill Yourself with your host, Leo Flowers. Remember, this podcast is not a substitute where you going to get help for you calling the 18 uh oh uh oh nope calling the 988 that's right that's right it's a new number it's a new three digit number 988 if you're international you know i have, I, have so I saw some listeners some new listeners out there in Ireland and Sri Lanka and where else where else we got new listeners um oh my god i come on come on load up where are we at where are we at where are we at oh oh australia india Malaysia coming through, Canada, the UK, the US. Let's go. I, I'm in love with this. Oh, man. Look at Philly, Philly, Denver, Louisville, San Fran, Raleigh, Durham. What? LA. Let's go. Um, I appreciate all the new listeners tuning in. And um, let's get to, oh, go to thrivewithleo.com for one on one coaching with yours truly. And you can also go to BetterHelp.com dot com forward slash leo get that 10 percent off your first your first month with better help that's right b-e-t-b-e-t-b-e-t-t-e-r help h-e-l-p dot com uh, and get that 10 percent off you'll be matched with a therapist in the next 48 hours if you're overseas and you know use that bitcoin to make that purchase use that bitcoin get creative with our solutions let's get to tomorrow together